Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And on today's episode, which is episode part deux of last week's episode, which was all about shadow work, today I'm going to be giving you some incredible shadow work journal prompts that you can use to take your life from being a sad bitch to a bad bitch. And I am urging you to... Listen to this podcast and get out your journal or get out a notebook or get some papyrus and a fucking calligraphy script and maybe some fucking hieroglyphics. I don't know what you sick fucks are using to write nowadays, but you gotta sit and you gotta do the work. Or if you don't want to do the work, stop taking up the oxygen that we all could be breathing on this podcast and just live the rest of your fucking life like a mediocre bitch. That's fine. Not everyone is supposed to be ambitious. Not everyone is supposed to be the head bitch in charge of your magical life or their magical life. And that's okay. But get the fuck out of my way because I am leveling up to be the baddest ass motherfucking bitch the world has ever seen. So you're either on the bus or you're under the bus. So get on the shagging wagon. Subscribe to what we're doing here in ambitious and do the fucking work or or don't keep dragging your titties on the ground like two basset hound ears i don't really give a fuck but the women who are doing this work they are taking their lives to places that i have only imagined so it's up to you do it don't do it i don't really care but i am showing up here in my purpose in my mission and doing this work for you and you got to just take this and use it as a tool and figure out how you can go from being a sad-ass bitch to a badass bitch. And that's what Ambitches is all about. But before I begin, I want to just remind you of two things. So number one, Bitchapalooza, which is our three-day event that's happening January 6th, 7th, and 8th of 2023. It's going on sale. We're having a 48-hour open and closed cart. So once it's sold out within that 48 hours, it's done. There are no more spots left. There are only 40 spots available for this incredible event. If you want to find out more, go to kbmfc.com. You can go to ambitiousacademy.com. You can also go on over to the Ambitious app. All of these things are in my show notes to find out more about what that three-day event, Bitchapalooza, is all about, but it's going to be fucking amazing. And if you buy your ticket during that 48-hour open and close cart, I'm taking $444 off the top. So it's going to be $1,000 for the weekend, not $1,444. Now, if we sell out, we sell out. If we don't, after June 8th, the price goes back up to the original price. We also have um, payment plan options as well during that 48-hour time period. So obviously, if you pay in full, you get a way bigger discount, but we also have payment plan options available to you. So don't miss out on this fucking incredible event. I promise you the things that we're going to be doing are going to blow your freaking Merkin off your pubes. 
while off your vagina because American is pubes. It's like a pube. It's like a pube toupee. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> the second thing is Ambitious Academy second semester is also open for a discounted price from June 6th to the 8th. So usually it's $189.99 a month for Ambitious Academy, but we're dropping the price down to $149.99 during that 48-hour period. Or you can also pay in full. So usually to pay in full for the year of Ambitious Academy, it's $1,999. But during that 48-hour stint, we're dropping it down to $1,599.99. So you have two really incredible ways to become part of the Ambitious movement. Do not do not miss out. And BYOB, no, it's not bring your own booze. It's bring your own bitches. So anyone that you think would be a great fit for this and is really looking to level up their life, tell them about it. Text them about it. Send them a smoke signal. Send them a raven with like a little note attached to their hoof. Is it a hoof? Is it a claw? Is it a fo- I don't know. You know what I'm saying. BYOB, bring your own bitches to not only Bitchapalooza, but also to Ambitious Academy because I'm telling you the shit that's going on over there is next fucking level. Okay. Get your fucking notebooks out. Get your favorite Lisa Frank pen. Get your trap keeper. Put your fucking tits up. Get your big girl panties on. We're about to do some shadow work. Okay. So today I'm going to give you guys an intro to shadow work prompts and I'm going to give you 10 of them. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Tell me you're fucking ready. Scream. I'm fucking ready, bitch. I'm ready to fucking get rid of all this shit and start living life ambitiously. I'm sick of my own shit. I'm sick of fucking rolling around in my own feces. Yes, it's enough. God did not put you here to be a mediocre motherfucker, okay? God put you here to be a badass bitch, to be the HBIC of your magical life, okay? Here we go. The first question of the shadow work is, are there negative emotions you try to avoid and why? Are there negative emotions you try to avoid and why? When I started doing the shadow work, one of the things that kept coming up for me was um, crying. So I'm not a big crier. It was funny because the girl that does my lashes, shout out to Lexi. um, She said to me the other day, like, do you cry a lot? Because my lashes were falling out like really a lot, my lash extensions. And I was like, I looked at her, I was like, bitch, I don't cry. And then I was like, oh my God, Katie, you're the most insensitive fucking douche I've ever met in my life. Like I was like saying that to myself when I said that to her. But the way I grew up was, you know, crying was for babies. Crying was for pussies. You don't want people to think that you're weak because if people think that you're weak, they're going to take advantage of you. So one of the things, and I'm just being open, real, raw, and honest with you so it will help you be open, real, raw, and honest with yourself is, crying is a very negative emotion. And when people cry, I actually can be very judgmental to them. Not anymore because I've done my work. I've done my shadow work on why I'm judgmental to those other people when they are crying. I don't do that anymore. I actually welcome tears, especially with my clients that I'm working with. Like that shit cleanses you. It it releases so many emotional blocks, so much emotional baggage. Like crying really washes your soul. But the way I grew up was like, you know, If I would cry, my mother would be like, I'll give you something to cry about. Or she'll be like, you know, stop being a baby. Only babies cry. And then as you get older, you feel like you're going to cry. And you're like, dude, I can't cry because everyone's going to think I'm a a wuss. And then what happens is you don't move the energy in your body. And then you just become stale and stagnant. 
And when you become stale and stagnant, you stop the growth. So I'm not telling you that this is the answer to your question. I'm just sharing with you like one of the negative emotions that come up for me when I was doing the shadow work years ago um, that I really, really tried to push away. And, you know, I don't cry. I still don't cry a lot. But when I do, like it's <laughs> it's warranted. So what are are there a negative emotions you try to avoid and why? The next thing I want to ask you is, what do you do with your time when you get bored? What do you do with your time when you get bored? So when I get quote unquote bored, which I'm never really bored, I tend to um, scroll on social media. Like I'll just go on, on Instagram and I don't have TikTok anymore, but when I did, I would just be like in a TikTok downward spiral. And for me doing the shadow work, like knowing that when I get bored, I tend to go on social media. I start to realize like, this is an addiction. It's killing my brain. It's making me dumb as fuck. It's keeping me from actually sitting with my own shit and feeling my own emotions because you know, I could easily be like, okay, I'm bored right now. What can I do? Oh, I'll do some shadow work or I'll go meditate or I'll go do some breathing exercises or whatever. But instead of doing that, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to scroll on Instagram for like 25, 30 minutes. And it's just keeping you from feeling your feelings. So ask yourself this question. What do you do with your time when you get bored? The next question I want to ask you is, how do you define failure? How do you define failure? This is really, I did this um, question the other day with my girls in Ambitious Academy. And, you know, we were having a very open dialogue conversation on our on our virtual Zoom. And I was like, really impressed with what these women were sharing. And it was really incredible. And everyone had a different definition of failure. And um, for me, failure is about being mediocre, not living to the fullest expression of who I know that I can be. It's not about money. It's not about, you know, power. It's not about clout. It's not about any of those things for me. It's really about me not living up to what I know I can be and who I know I can be. And for you, failure may be so, so different. So, so different. The next question is, how does failing actually make you feel? So if you could think about what it would feel like if you failed, or if you can go back to a time where you actually did fail, what came up for you? What feelings came up for you, right? And ask yourself, like, are you, is it embarrassment? Is it not enoughness? Is it unworthiness? Is it like, oh, I I knew I would feel this way. I knew I would fail. Like, is it um, self-fulfilling prophecy energy? Like, what is failing make you feel like, or the thought of failing make you feel like. And the next question is, are you afraid of failure? And if so, why? And again, I was talking to my Ambitious Academy students the other day about failing and and people are like, you know, a lot of them are so afraid to fail, but I think even more than being afraid to fail is people are really afraid to succeed. Like if I actually succeed, like what is that going to be like? Like, if I succeed, like, will the people around me that maybe aren't as successful as me, will they still love me? Um, If I succeed, will I have to shoulder this 
all these, you know, new responsibilities? And do I have to show up all the time? And am I going to be burnt out? And is it going to be overwhelming or etc.? And a lot of people are afraid of failure, but a lot of people are afraid of success just as much, if not more. And that's actually what self-sabotages you to become the HBIC of your magical life is being afraid of failure and being afraid of success. So are you afraid of failure? And if so, why? Okay. The next question is, at what moments in your life have you been the hardest on yourself and why? At what moments in your life have you been the hardest on yourself and why? When I was doing this work by myself, so many different things came up for me. Like I'm talking like hundreds, but I'm 41 years old and I probably will never have the body I had when I was 24, even though, you know, I work out every day, but I'm not killing myself. You know, I'm not working out like I used to. I'm not um, eating the foods like I used to. I'm not doing the things that I used to do when I was 24 years old, but I'll never forget. Uh, I was dating this guy and he was a bodybuilder. This was in my early 20s. And I was working out at the gym and he was with his friend in the corner, like near the squat rack. And they were both bodybuilders, really big guys, really good and really in great shape. And I could tell that they were talking about me because they were like talking and they were like looking at me and they were talking and they were looking at me. And the guy had finished his workout and he laughed. And I went up to my boyfriend at the time and I said, oh, what were you guys talking about? And he was like, oh, he told me, that, you know, you would be a 10 if you lost like 15 more pounds. And I was like, what? And I'm such a fucking dingling. I was like, well, what am I now? And he's like, you're like an eight. And this thing stuck in my head so much that I didn't just lose 15 pounds. I lost 30 pounds and I was so thin. It was so shredded. I, it was sick. It was, I looked like a fucking Bratz doll. And I'm a big bitch. Like, I'm 5'9". Like, I'm built like a brick shit house. okay? I'm not meant to be a size zero, okay? Like, I'm really happy at, like, a size 8 or it's like a size 10. That's, like, where my body just feels the best. And I just went on a fucking tear. And still to this day, like, I'll look at myself and I'll be like, you're not a 10. 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 And I will say that to myself. And I'll and I have to stop myself and I'll say, Katie... This is not your true self speaking. This is the army of the aliens coming in. You're being a fucking drifter. You're stuck in hypnotic rhythm. This person doesn't matter. He's actually a fucking loser and accomplished nothing in his life and made nothing of himself. And you are a 10 in every way, shape, and form. You're an amazing person. You're all these things, blah, 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 blah. It does not matter what your size is. It matters is if you look in the mirror and you love yourself and you're healthy and you feel good about yourself. But still to this day, I still beat myself up every fucking morsel of food I put in my mouth, every time I have a cocktail, every time I have dessert, every time that I don't work out, every time that I am feeling lazy or, you know, I look down at myself and I have like a little, you know, Portuguese roll hanging from my belly button or a little bit of extra skin flap with my bingo wings or my ass sometimes looks like two squirrels fighting in a wet paper bag. But guess what? It doesn't matter because my husband... I mean, he would fucking bang me if I was 700 pounds and he had to wash me outside and with a garden hose and a, like a scrub brush like Barbar bar the fucking elephant. He wouldn't care, which is sometimes I'm like, Matt, get your standards higher. But 
I'm so blessed and I'm so lucky to have that kind of relationship with a man in my life and to look at the mirror and really love myself. But there's always that part of the back of my head that's always like beating myself up. So again, I hope you guys appreciate I'm being really raw and honest and real with you. And like, these are the things that come up for me. And I mean, again, I have hundreds of other things. This is just one thing that stuck out for me. But at what moments in your life are you been the hardest on yourself or are the hardest on yourself? And why? Why are those things coming up for you? Really, I mean, ask yourself, ask yourself this question and write it down and do when as you're writing this stuff down in your journal, don't judge the things that are coming off your pen or your pencil or whatever, or you're typing. I actually think shadow work is done best when you free write with your hand, not with a computer, but like you do you. Okay. The next question is, who's let you down most in your life? Who has let you down most in your life? Like, I know y'all are like thinking, oh my God, this person, this person, this person, this person. You know, it's funny because I want to say stuff about my parents, you know, because I've had some issues with them when I was younger, but I, I really... I'm not going to go there. I think the people who let me down the most in my life were teachers, like actual teachers in my school. Like I was terrible at math and now I'm great with math because I have to count a lot of money because I'm a rich bitch, but I was terrible at math. I didn't understand why we needed to know like all these quadratic equations and, you know, fucking why do I have to know the difference between an obtuse or like a pal- parallelogram or any of this shit, right? I'm li- like, I knew we were never going to use this for me personally. And I just remember like so many of my teachers were so fucking mean to me and they would call me stupid and they would call me dumb and they would like, even when I was really little, if I didn't do well, they would keep me in from recess or they would put me in the corner of the room. And and then as I got older, they would like, you know, send me to the principal's office or, or they would literally call me stupid in front of my other classmates. And like, obviously, I'm sure that stuff like that still happens. I think it was way more prevalent back in the day when I was a kid and I was a young adult. But think about the people that are supposed to be teaching you, the spe- the people that you're supposed to be looking up to as role models are calling you stupid and dumb and all these things and punishing you. Maybe you had a learning disability, you know, maybe you weren't interested in this thing. So when I think of who's let me down the most in my life, it's really teachers, not my mom, not my dad, not my family of origin, not ex-boyfriends, not friends. It was really um, teachers. So who's let you down most in your life? That's a hard question. The next question that I have for you is, what's your worst memory from your childhood? What's your worst memory from your childhood? And what's the worst character trait that you have as a result of this memory or other events from your childhood? What's the worst memory from your childhood? And what is the worst character trait that you have as a result of this memory or other events from your childhood? I'm not even going to get into that one because I could be here for three fucking hours. <laughs> but let's really talk about that. That's that's some hardcore shit. The next question I want you to ask yourself during this shadow work is, and this is, this is second to last question here. When was the last time you self-sabotaged? 
when was the last time you self-sabotaged and how were you feeling at that time? And what do you think triggered this behavior? And I want the self-sabotage, guys. I want it to go like deeper. This is so three-dimensional when people do this, but I want the self-sabotage to go deeper than just like, oh, I ate a donut or I ate a handful of fucking candy or something. That is so three-dimensional. I'm talking about you sabotage your greatness. You sabotage your business. You sabotage our relationship. You sabotage wealth or health, or do you know what I mean? It has to be different than just like, oh, I ate three Krispy Kreme donuts. Like, shut the fuck up. That is so three-dimensional. We're not here for that. I'm talking like, let's go deep. Let's go deep. And when you were sabotaging, how were you feeling that at the time? And what do you think triggered this behavior, right? And the last question, the last question that I want to really ask you is what are the worst traits someone can have according to you? And when did you demonstrate these traits? So what are the worst traits that someone can have? So you could be like, oh my God, lying is my number one most, and this is my actual most hated trait. I fucking hate liars. I hate bullshit artists. Like anyone who, even like little fibby white lies, like I fucking triggers me. So that for me is the worst. I mean, there's probably others, but I just don't want, I want, I don't want to like get in your brain and make you think a certain way. I really want you to like come up with your own answers and lying might be one of your worst traits that someone can have according to you. And when did you demonstrate these traits? I don't lie anymore. It's like one of my things. I'm like, actually, (laughs) I'm a little too honest to people, which can really make them not like me. But Y'all are here for being ambitious. You're not here for blowing the smoke up your yin yang podcast. Okay. This is called ambitious. I swear I'm raw. I'm real. Like, if you don't like this energy, don't listen. There's plenty of other fuzzy wuzzy people out there in the spiritual community and in the motivational world that will like lick your fucking butthole with like Duncan Hines funfetti frosting on it. Like I'm not that bitch. Okay. So if you're looking for like hugs and, and fucking unicorns and Care Bear clouds, like this is not the fucking podcast for you. Ambitious Academy is not for you. Mentorship is not for you. VIB days are not for you. Bitchapalooza is not for you. Okay. But if you want it raw and you want it real and you want it like hard, I'm going to give it to you. That's how I bring it. I'm a shadow worker. I'm not a light worker. I've already told you this a million times. Wake the fuck up and smell the pussy as little Wayne would say. But I don't lie anymore. And the reason why I don't lie anymore is because I've been lied to so much in my life and I know how fucking much it hurts. It hurt me. But I have lied before in my life. I mean, I'm a human being, right? So for me... You know, I could tell you a million times when I've lied, but which ones really are the worst traits that people can have according to you? And when did you demonstrate these traits? And let's let's do this. After you do the shadow work, come on to the Ambitious app and let's have a conversation, okay? So if you go over to the Ambitious app and you go to the main feed. So like the main page on the Ambitious app, not in Ambitious Academy, not in all the places that are paid for um, community, uh, paid for memberships. I'm talking just on the free page. 
out in the open. Let's have a really amazing conversation about all of these shadow work prompts and let's really start moving some energy. And I really desire to be there for each and every one of you to answer questions, to speak victory into you, to um, help you unpack these things a little bit more and just to love on you and give you support. And all of the other ambitious from all across the globe are also going to be there doing the same. This is a safe space to share and it's totally free. And if you have not already joined the Ambitious app, just scroll down into the show notes and you can join right there. You just have to um, answer a few questions and put in your email and you will get an email back to let you into the app and set up your app and get and get it on your phone. You can also um, do it on your PC or your laptop as well, desktop, okay? So this was a really short podcast today, but I'm not gonna apologize because it's so meaty it's so freaking meaty, okay? So let's have that conversation over on the Ambitious app. And in the meantime, if you haven't already and you're listening to this on Apple, iTunes, go to Ambitious the podcast, leave a five-star and written review, and I will send you a gifty. I will reach out to you and I will send you a gifty. Promise, promise, promise. Pinky swear, cross my heart, I hope to die. Good luck doing the shadow work. Don't tell me I didn't warn you. But I've been doing this for all, about 20 years, and this is why I have evolved in every way, shape, and form, physically, mentally, emotionally, and monetarily, because the more you let go, the higher you can rise, okay? I love each and every one of you out there in Ambitious Land, and in the meantime, don't you fucking forget to stay ambitious. Ambitious.